Hey, baseball fans, welcome to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast with your host, the voice of the Apple Sox, Joel Norman. The Apple Sox hit a pair of home runs and scored all eight of their outs with two outs in an inning, but fell to the Springfield Drifters 10-8 in the series finale. Hi, everyone, I'm Joel Norman, and Wenatchee got the scoring started in the second inning as it all began with Izzy Lopez picking up a two-ounce single to reach first base, and then Reeve Boyd launched his first home run of the summer for the Apple Sox, a big blast out to left field. Lopez off of first. The 2-1 swung on and skied in the air to left field. A long run back for DeAngelis. He hops, and that one is over the fence for a home run. Reeve Boyd launches his first home run as a member of the Apple Sox as that one is hammered over the left field fence on a 2-1 pitch to give the Apple Sox a 2-0 lead with two down here in the top of the second inning. What a moment for Boyd as he hits his first home run with Wenatchee, first at the collegiate level prior to his freshman year at Oregon State. Boyd going deep a day after driving in three runs in the second game of the three-game set. It was a big game number three again for Boyd, and he got the Apple Sox scoring started with that huge blast, Boyd's home run traveled 363 feet and left the bat at an exit velocity of 93 miles per hour. However, the Drifters would get three runs in the bottom of the second inning, sending eight men to the plate, cashing in on an Apple Sox error and scoring three runs on five hits to take the lead. That lead would not last very long, though, as the Apple Sox went to work in the top of the third inning, a two-run frame for Wenatchee, as again they struck with two outs. It was Easton Amundsen leaving the ballpark for the third time in the 2023 season. From the left side, wrapped up his sophomore year at Lower Columbia, smacks this ball deep in the air towards center field, running back in, out of room, Kleckner, it is gone, a home run for Easton Amundsen. His third home run of the season, all of them have come against the Springfield Drifters, and he re-gives Wenatchee the lead. A two-run blast to deep left center field, and it is now a 4-2 Apple Sox lead. Two home runs in the game for Wenatchee, and both of them have come with two outs. It's Amundsen after Boyd an inning and go, and it's 4-3 Wenatchee here in the third. Amundsen has hit three home runs to lead the Apple Sox, and all three of them have been against the Springfield Drifters. His third of the season and first one on the road probably his most impressive from the fact that he hit it out to left center field 413 feet at an exit below of 100 miles per hour Amundsen's a left-handed hitter and this is a deep left center field but he made it count launching it over the fence for his third home run of the season again though Springfield had an answer scoring a run on a sack fly but the Apple Sox would turn a very impressive double play as that run scored to retire the side Two men in scoring position here on the third. The 1-0. That is hammered out toward left. Pons has a beat on it, though. He will make the grab short of the track. Fires it toward home plate. A strong throw. It bounces off of the glove of Westerlin. Good backup, and the Apple Sox will get the out at third. Hoare backs up Westerlin, receives the ball off of a bounce, and fires a strike over to third base as Wenatchee does turn a double play. 7-2-1. Five on the put out at third and a double play for Wenatchee. So a run does score. This game is tied up again. It's four to four, but we go to the fourth, all evened up thanks to a great defensive play. Har sticking with it despite giving up the run. A fly out to left field. Brandon Ponce made the grab, fired it home. It hit off of the glove of Cade Westerlin. 
The runner, Ryan Hayes, would easily come in to score as a hit off of Westerland's glove. Harth, the Apple Sox starting pitcher, backed it up and threw over toward third base to gun down Rex DeAngelis, trying to tag up from second to third, and that would retire the side in the second inning. So it was 4-4 four to four heading into the fourth, and again, Springfield scored for the third consecutive inning. It was their second of three three-run innings in this game as they would score three times in the fourth, sending eight men to the plate, and again, cashing in on an Apple Sox error, common theme in this game. That's what Angie had three miscues in this contest. But again, the Apple Sox had a response. It would be their real, real final counterpunch in the top of the fifth inning after a leadoff single by Frankie Carney. He had stolen second, but the next two hitters both struck out before Brandon Ponce delivered with an RBI single to get the Sox and run closer. Two down, Carney at second on a steal. Brandon Ponce up to the plate. He stings the first pitch he sees in the left field. Carney will get the wave around from third. The throw coming in from DeAngelis is cut off. Carney scores standing up. And what actually does get an RBI single, it's Brandon Ponce continuing his tirade as he extends his hitting streak to seven games and has now picked up his 11th RBI in the last six. Ponce picking up a huge base hit there as that extended his hitting streak to seven games and gave him another RBI as he continues to roll here as of late for Wenatchee. Drove in a run, and then Marcus Harrison picked up his second hit of the game to put two aboard, and then Izzy Lopez hit a low liner to right field that would score a couple of runs. As he deals a pitch that is dumped toward right field and past the diving attempt of Blanford into score points. Big turnaround third base coming home as well as Harrison. Lopez still on his feet. The throw over to third will get him, but the both runners ahead of him will score, and the Apple Sox have tied this game up. Blanford chose to dive, couldn't come up with a baseball. Lopez is thrown out at third, but it is a two-out, two-RBI double for Izzy Lopez to even it up. The ball went underneath the glove of the diving right fielder Bobby Blanford and all the way to the warning track. Blanford, with good recovery, though, was able to throw out Lopez at third base to end the inning. Lopez was trying to stretch the two-run double into a triple. That would retire the side, but the game was tied up once again. Wadanchi and Springfield 7-7, heading to the sixth. The Sox could not get anything in the top of the sixth, and this is probably the part they're going to regret a little bit. Runners at first and third. Frankie Carney with one out, put on a bunt, probably trying to squeeze in Boyd from third base after his third hit of the ball game. Instead, the ball went right back to the mound. Reliever Zach Ettinger flipped it over toward first base to record the out, and then a batter later, Marshall Lipsy grounded out back to the mound to retire the side. So that was a missed opportunity for Wadanchi, and that really hurt. The Drifters went to work with three runs in the bottom of the sixth inning, an error on what probably would have been an inning-ending double play allowed one run to score, and then two batters later, Ben Newton doubled in a pair to give the Drifters a three-run lead. And you could just feel like that was going to change things up with the vibe of how this game was. The Apple Sox did get one more run in the ninth inning after two scoreless innings from Jet Janko in relief. But in the ninth, the Apple Sox down to their final out. Easton Amundsen singled. Brandon Ponce and Marcus Harrison drew walks. Izzy Lopez was hit by a pitch to score Amundsen, but Reeve Boyd popped out to shallow left field to end the game and give the Drifters a series, a series finale victory, though they did lose 2-3 overall. 
Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball is affordable family fun. Come out to the ballpark and celebrate their 23rd season and experience some of the best collegiate baseball in the country. Take Dad out to a baseball game this weekend as the Apple Sox face the Kelowna Falcons at 6.35 p.m. on both Friday and Saturday before a 1.05 p.m. game on Father's Day. Buy your tickets at the gate or online at applesox.com. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time. The Apple Sox drop the series finale against the Springfield Drifters, and Wenatchee's five-game winning streak comes to a conclusion. Let's run through the numbers of this one. The Apple Sox score eight runs on 14 hits, commit three errors, but strand eight men on the base paths. And Springfield scores 10 runs, 12 hits, no errors, 10 men left on for them. The win goes to Zach Ettinger. He went two and a third scoreless in this one. Three hits, no walks, one strikeout. Joey Pearson suffers the loss. Two runs, one earned on two hits, two walks, no strikeouts, and an inning plus. He walked a couple to start the sixth inning before being pulled. Both of them would come around to score. The save goes to Landon Parker. He would face three batters. Two of them reached. A walk and a hit by pitch, but he induced an inning and game-ending pop-out to left field to retire the side and wrap this one up. The time of the game was three hours and one minute, and 206 fans were on hand for this one. Well, the Apple Sox dropped this game, but fortunately for Wenatchee, they get a loss from the Bellingham Bells. So Wenatchee remains one game back of Kelowna, or beg your pardon, of Bellingham for first place in the North Division. And they welcome the Kelowna Falcons into town this coming weekend, beginning on Friday night at 6.35 p.m. Hope to see you there tomorrow night at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium as the Apple Sox try to start a new winning streak, a five-game win streak in the rearview mirror, but a new opportunity at home coming up tomorrow. Father's Day, of course, also a game you don't want to miss, 1.05 p.m. on Sunday afternoon. Did you know that 20 former Apple Sox players have advanced to play in Major League Baseball? This past April, Cincinnati Reds right-handed pitcher Casey Legamina became the 20th former Apple Sox player to make his Major League debut. You might recognize a few other names from across Major League Baseball. Marco Gonzalez of the Seattle Mariners, Drew Rasmussen of the Tampa Bay Rays, Ryan Kreidler of the Detroit Tigers, Griffin Canning of the Los Angeles Angels, and Michael Tolia of the Colorado Rockies are just a few of the other players in the majors who previously spent a summer in Wenatchee. You never know which player on this summer's Apple Sox team will one day find himself playing at the highest level of baseball. To learn more about Apple Sox players playing professional baseball, please visit applesox.com and select the Apple Sox and the Pros drop-down option on the About column. Prior to Thursday's series finale between the Apple Sox and the Drifters, I had a chance to catch up with Apple Sox lefty Braden Boyd, who picked up the win on Wednesday night in his first outing of the summer. Give a listen. As we're joined by Apple Sox left-handed reliever, I guess we can call you reliever right now. Might see you start and saw it happen last year. Braden Boyd joining us. And Braden, your first outing of the summer yesterday, you helped the Apple Sox get that win. You got the win in that one. First inning I thought was a really good one where you had a double to start things off, and you really settled things down after that two strikeouts to end the inning. Was there kind of a moment maybe after the double where it almost helped you kind of get set and go, all right, time to lock in here? Yeah, definitely. I went in there just trying to throw strikes and just fill up the zone, especially with the big lead coming in. And uh, after I gave the double, I uh, got a little more comfortable with the zone and the mound and then got a feel for the edges a little bit. So definitely helped me get after that. 
Second inning was really solid, too. The runs score, but, you know, a bloop single at nine times out of ten is going to be grabbed. Just didn't happen, though. But what kind of a confidence boost was that for you to go out there for multiple innings last night and then to pick up the win? It definitely felt good after. Just It was kind of a mystery going into this year. I don't really know what, I fa- what I'm going to f- be like facing against these guys because they're, I know they're really good. But it was definitely nice going in there and just throwing a pretty solid outing my first um, first way out. So felt pretty good. Not quite your first outing against college hitters. You did it last summer, but that was a non-league play. What were some things you learned from that outing last year on August 1st? Just a couple of innings on the bump, but probably I imagine a few things you took with you for the school year this past year. One thing I really took away from that start was uh, the difference between high school hitters and college hitters is the discipline is on a different level. Like you can't just nibble around the zone. You gotta um, attack them, and or else they won't swing. I mean, yeah, that's that's a big one I took away. You had a lot of family and friends. I remember at that game. What did that mean to get that opportunity with the Apple Sox heading into your senior year of high school a year ago? I mean, it was it was always cool. Uh, I went to Apple Sox my whole life growing up in Chelan, and. Uh, once I was told that I'd get the start, uh, like everyone that lived close would come, and it was it was a really cool experience and meant a lot to me. So it was really fun. How excited are you to get an opportunity to pitch again at a Paul Thomas Senior Stadium in front of the home crowd this time around this season? I'll be I'll be pretty hyped up for that. Um, yeah, I'm real excited to wear the white white pants there and pitch. Mm-hmm. So uh, so hopefully I'll have another some family out there to watch again because I know they enjoy that. So I'm excited for that for sure. What are some of your memories of going to Apple Sox games previously? You mentioned that it's been a part of your life before. Well, I always remember uh, just trying to get a ball, at least maybe a couple of balls. So I remember I, uh, throughout this year, I've gave a couple of balls away to kids, which is kind of uh, reminiscent towards my younger self. And then um, I went to a couple camps. I actually have a couple photos that I put into my senior presentation. <laughs> so you could cool. see me as uh, going to camps and now me being a player. So that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, just... I didn't even know, like, when I first went to the games that these were college players. You kind of look at them as, like, professional players. And you could tell that's what kids still look at us like, which is pretty cool to just feel like you're kind of professional. But you're just getting in the hang of it. So Yeah, kind of a full circle moment for you. Any names you remember maybe were guys like, boy, that was, a, that was one of my favorite guys to watch before? Uh, no. That, I mean, I went a long time ago. I don't remember any names. But I'd always look through the program and look at the schools and uh, just see all those big schools and always just look at those players. So um, I remember last year, Ponce and um, Moffitt, just like those bigger names that come back this year. So watching them last year, it's cool to be on their team this year, for sure. Really neat. Nice little full circle moment. Braden, nice job last night. Nice chatting with you here today, too. Thank you. Really cool to hear from the Apple Sox lefty who graduated from Chelan just a few weeks ago, now jumping into the West Coast League season prior to his freshman year at Washington State. Well, thanks again for tuning in, everyone. Don't forget, the Apple Sox are home this weekend, taking on the Kelowna Falcons first off on Friday at 6.35 p.m. before two games the next two days, including a 1.05 p.m. matinee on Father's Day. After that, the series continues with a 6.35 p.m. I should say the homestand continues with a 6.35 p.m. game against the Redmond Dudes on Monday night. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe if you do not already, and we will hope to see you at a few games here this weekend. Thanks for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. If you enjoyed it and don't already, please subscribe to get updates on our newest episodes. Make sure to like the Apple Sox on Facebook and follow at Apple Sox on Twitter or Instagram. Wenatchee Apple Sox baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time.